0: And welcome back to Trophy Talk. This is episode 11 of our bi Trophy Hunting Podcast. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Colin Colehoven, joined by Daryl Fuimano and Eli Downing. Daryl, how are you doing this morning? I'm good. I like your shirt again. It's not a tank top or a wife feeder, but you seem to be uh, switching up your wardrobe pretty nicely.
1: That, that's the plan for every podcast, just to so wear... Uh... An interesting shirt every episode.
0: (laughs) Is that a, it's not a robe, right? I can't, I don't know what the texture of it is. No. Okay, it's like a a Hawaiian shirt. Got it.
1: Yeah. A Hawaiian shirt for the tall Samoan guy.
0: It's very fitting. Very nice. Eli, how are you doing this morning?
1: Doing good.
2: I'm just in my pajamas, so. Okay. Don't mind me.
0: There's nothing wrong with that. I didn't get a chance (laughs) to change either. I woke up later than I was expecting to. I was up till like. One thirty in the morning playing League of Legends, so <laughs> it was like, oh shit, I should probably uh, probably get ready for this podcast here, but I appreciate you guys joining me. Thank you for your time, as always, and uh, we have a good show, I think, this week for you, uh, for you folks, you listeners out there. We did want to get into a little bit of housekeeping up front. Some of you might have noticed that the URL has changed once again for the SoundCloud, and uh, it's something I don't want to make a habit of doing. Obviously, it's confusing for people to find the episodes and stuff like that. But the rationale was to just sort of just drop the coffee kids moniker and branding there and really focus on the bread and butter of what the show is and what the channel is all about, which is trophy talk and the trophy talk podcast. So you can now find us at soundcloud.com slash trophy talk podcast. I think that's a lot easier and uh, makes more sense anyways. So I appreciate everyone's patience there. And uh, you'll notice we got a, a sort of strange little, Emblem slash profile icon up there. Um, I think it's kind of cool. It's just like an amalgamation of like nerdy stuff that I owned <laughs> to make a sort of profile picture. But we'll work on getting some art up there in the near future. So thanks everyone for your patience on that. And um, Eli, I know you had an amendment you wanted to talk about before we kind of move forward with the show. Why don't you go ahead and kick that off?
2: Yeah, I was I was intrigued at the wife beater situation. I had to look up where it came from, and so apparently. A guy from Detroit, his name is James Hatford Hartford Jr. Uh, he beat his wife to death. And in the photo that the media published all over the place, he was wearing one of those tight shirts. Oh. And that's when it was dubbed wife beater. Wow. So it didn't he there had nothing it wasn't used as a weapon. It just so happened that this guy who was a wife beater was wearing that when it was like that was his like title in the media
0: wow interesting thank you for uh yeah. for looking that up that's it's kind of crazy i feel like uh we should probably just call it a tank top then <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah
2: called it called a james hartford
0: yeah wow what the hell so that was in the 50s you said or did i get the dates wrong what did you say Oh uh, there was no date oh, okay I f- something like that i would assume so you know i was watching uh, Mad Men a couple weeks ago again have you guys ever seen that show no Okay. well, it's set during like the 1950s, 60s, early 70s in New York. But the point of this is people used to drink a lot during the day. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if it occurred during that era, because seriously, these people on the show, not that it's I mean, it is fictional, but like, oh, my gosh, dude, just brandy vodka, like 9 a.m. They'll roll into a meeting and take a shot, you know, and then just talk about marketing or something. It's a different time for sure.
2: Yeah, I think that's where happy hour came from. Now we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to make amendment next week. But I'm pretty <laughs> sure happy hour had something to do with like like they would take their lunch break, I guess, and they would go drink.
0: Yeah. Ridiculous. And
2: but now it's like five o'clock or whatever mm-hmm. the normal time is, but that was how it started was like during work. That was their happy hour.
0: Oh my god. I mean effectively you get nothing done after that, right? How does that work?
2: I- I don't know. They were h- higher functioning humans back then, I guess.
0: I guess so. They're always just smoking 24 <laughs> 7 too. Like they're just, you know, happy hour, they just they smoke a pack of cigarettes, have two double, like Long Island iced teas, go back to work.
2: They did die at like what, 60s, 70s? Yeah, that's Weren't true. Weren't living to ninety, eighty, ninety.
0: That's a fair point. All right. Well, I think that's good for our discussion there for now. (laughs) We can get into it some more at a later date. But as always, with our previous uh, episodes, we're going to be kicking off the show with a sort of main topic and question. This week, Daryl is going to be leading that effort, as well as he's going to be the quiz master for our trophy hunting quiz that we've uh, been doing the last few weeks as well. So very excited about that. Daryl, why don't you kick us off with your topic of discussion?
1: Yeah, so... Topic for this episode for you guys would be do you guys go for just the platinum or the 100% when you guys are going for trophies
2: just the platinum
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hmm it's a good question. Eli, I'll let you kind of go first. I need to think about oh, okay. it for a second. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty uh straightforward with my answer and I just go for the platinum. Uh really kind of depends on the game i mean I, not many that would go for 100 percent. but like killing floor 2 i like to keep updated like i went back and got those trophies when they uh released the newest patch um but besides that i don't really i just like having the blue circle next to it and moving on <laughs> like i finished uh finished strange brigade last night and that's it like we discussed before, like 65%. And I have no plans to go back and 100% that.
0: Interesting. It's going to be the same thing for Battlefield 1 as well, right? Aren't there like four or five DLCs for that game? Yeah. Yeah. I probably would agree with you like nine out of ten times. There's been a few exceptions to where I will go for the 100%. And one of them that I was interested in doing that for was Assassin's Creed Origins. After I platinumed the game, Uh, I just wanted to keep playing and wanted more so I got the first DLC for that which was called the hidden ones and then a little bit later they released an even more substantial DLC which I actually can't remember the name of right now but it essentially was an extra like 20 to 30 hours of gameplay and uh, that's when I was like eh I don't know if I want to continue to to do that hunt so I left it but yeah most of the time DLC is something I don't even purchase like it's pretty rare that I even decide to get that for a game i have to really like it or in the past i've ended up being an idiot and buying the hundred dollar edition of call of duties up front and that comes with the dlc as it's released and uh, like a big example for me of that is world war Two call of duty which was a few years ago i got the steel case uh, hundred dollar like collector's edition thinking it was going to be awesome and that was probably my least favorite call of duty of the recent like five so you know I didn't end up going for any of the DLCs on there either. But Call of Duty has a lot. So that's a, a pretty common one on my list to have maybe a platinum, but less than 100% completion.
2: Yeah, I kind of wondered with The Division, that's one we were playing together, and it, I don't know how all the DLCs work, right? But we popped trophies in the Warlords of New York DLC that we none of us own, and we all got that one trophy like they're trying to make you buy it but like some games you can't unlock them at all if you don't have the dlc M- mostly because it's typically level level specific but mm-hmm.
0: yeah that's a that's a good point i did hear um colin moriarty talking about that on sacred symbols how he had popped a trophy i think he, the same thing happened to him where he popped the trophy for warlords expansion and he at the time didn't own it yet so pretty weird it must have just been some glitch for that particular game daryl i want to let you answer too but real quick i forgot resident evil 5 is one that i'm going to be trying to go for this 100 percent, 100 percent in because there is a few dlc or there are i should say a few dlcs that are pretty cool looking and they're new additions to the game from when i played it back on the 360 originally so i do want to try to go for those not gonna promise it a hundred percent though, because one of them is a multiplayer-centric DLC, and that game is kind of old now. So I'm not sure if I'll be able to really get that one. But otherwise, yeah, I would try to go for it. What about you, though, Daryl? You go for all the DLCs?
1: Yeah, I'll typically try to go for the hundred percent if it's a game that I really enjoy. I I don't know what it is. I just feel like it's my OCD side that I have to complete everything. Like once I beat in the game if there's any DLCs, I typically will go for those. But it depends on the game if I like it or not. Like uh The Witcher, The Witcher 3 is one that I plan to get back into. Mm-hmm. That has a couple of DLCs. So I definitely want to complete that whole series. And um Mafia 3 has some DLCs as well, so I want to go back for that. And Battlefield 1 actually. It had, it had me surprised because I had no idea that I owned those DLCs. So, I had to check my transaction history to make sure that I actually purchased it and not somebody else. <laughs> oh, interesting. Because I did have that issue a while back with a game that got purchased, but it wasn't made by me. So, I just had to double check that and luckily it was me. So, that's one game that I'm probably going to go for the 100% completion.
0: And those are all multiplayer Uh, trophies right or is there more story content in those dlc packs
1: the battlefield one is more multiplayer focused okay they're typically easy to get but there is a few that's gonna take some time because you have to upgrade or get like some experience with some of the weapons and i don't know if you guys have noticed but like some of the weapons that aren't accessible yet for players they kind of have like a percentage next to the gun name right you have to do like certain requirements in the game in order to unlock that gun and then some of the trophies require you to get a kill with like the different variants from each dlc pack
0: yeah the gun system in that game or like the inventory overall for that game is something i haven't tinkered with much i kind of just chose the classes and then picked the default <laughs> weaponry and I was like alright I'm just gonna play this you know and get good with this gun but I know when I get killed by people they're using like really cool guns with attachments and stuff so I'm like I should probably tinker with this a bit. But that's interesting. Well good luck for you or good luck to you I should say on that hunt. That should be fun. Eli anything else that you can think of with regards to the hundred percent or not? I think the Killing Floor 2 example is a good one for you. And it sounds like for all of us it's if if it's a game that we really enjoy or a franchise we're really interested in, then maybe we would be tempted to go for the 100% in addition to the Platinum. But I just think by the nature of trophy hunting and especially trying to play games for this show in particular, I I find like I don't really want to spend any extra time on something. I'd rather move on to the next title or next game.
2: Yeah, in regards to Killing Floor 2, the the trophies for that, Typically, they put out like a new map and then occasionally a new boss. So all you have to do is find the collectibles in the new map. And then if there is a new boss, you just kill the new boss. So they're like easy. It's not like some crazy rank in multiplayer or do like the hardest thing with the hardest weapon to get. So that's another layer of why I go for those because they're simple.
0: I forgot, too. There was a game that I wanted to do it in, but I didn't, which was uh, Spider-Man for the PS4. It has a couple DLCs. Uh, I think they're called The City That Never Sleeps, and then different subtitles after that. That did look pretty cool, but I ended up, again, just not even purchasing them because I'd moved on to uh, different games. But it's pretty frustrating when you have the Platinum like that. And even before the DLCs came out, they added a New Game Plus mode to that game, and that had like a trophy associated with it plus a higher difficulty associated with it in that first DLC pack. And so it wasn't even really for any substantially new content, but it still messed up my 100% ratio. And then now, now it's at like 60% because of all the subsequent DLCs. But I just think it's kind of frustrating when they have this tendency to release a patch like a month after the game comes out for New Game Plus and it adds a single trophy that's like a bronze or something. It's like, really? Like... <laughs> is this necessary like i don't know is that
2: is that not better than having to play the hardest difficulty for the platinum
0: i think you know if you don't yeah it's a good good point a fair question i think if you don't have it in your initial trophy list you know stick to your guns is my thinking if you want to add the new game plus option for those people who want to keep replaying the game great but you know if you didn't have a, a difficulty related trophy before and then you add one after the fact, it's almost like you know, shooting the hand that feeds you or something. It just seems kind of like you're reversing course on that. So I don't, I don't like that either. Yeah, Daryl, what do you think?
1: Um, yeah, I'm not too sure about that. Yeah, I mean, I would play it again, but I kind of wish they gave you something other than the bronze. Yeah. Like, I got to play the whole game again for a bronze when initially I beat the game and you gave me a gold. Yeah. <laughs> like, Why? Why give me a bronze for a new game plus? Yeah, that's a fair question. Spider Man was a silver.
0: Was it? I'm gonna look it up right now while we're no
2: completing new game plus is a bronze, and completing it on ultimate difficulty is the
0: silver. Okay, there you go. Yeah, and a and a four percent completion for new game plus and two point three for ultimate is not bad. Like I mean, it has, you know, it's a decent amount of people went back and did it, but the platinum for that game is at eight point six percent. So. There's still a big drop off and, you know, only half the people who 100% of the game even went and played it on New Game Plus. It's kind of like how my brain processes that. So, Mm a bit strange. But that's a good segue though, Eli, because I did want to talk a bit about a topic. So, yesterday, at the time of recording, Ghost of Tsushima, or Ghost, singular, of Tsushima came out for the PS4. It is the swan song, if you will, for the PS4 console. It's the last first-party triple a exclusive we're going to get before the ps5 comes out this fall and just like the more recent titles from first party studios as well the game has no difficulty related trophies at all and it's been kind of a common theme with them if you look at god of war and spider-man and days gone and the last of us part two which released only about a month ago at this point and then now this game with ghost of tsushima it seems to be a Very consistent factor with those trophy lists, and the developers are either being told to or are choosing not to put difficulty related trophies in their games so I kind of wanted to open that up before we talk about the ghost trophy list in particular. Just what do you guys think of that trend, and why do you think Sony and these developers might be doing that
1: yeah it's a, it's, it's a strange shift in the difficulty setting because Back in the days, the difficulty trophies was the norm. You had your easy, medium, and hard. And I guess my take on it is maybe because people didn't play through most of those difficulties anyways. Mm. Like, like, for example, usually when I will play on hard, the, um, when I beat the game on hard, I would get all the other trophies. So I guess in that sense, it didn't require me to play like medium or easy. Like I can just get those easy trophies just from playing on hard right you know what I mean right like they have to play multiple playthroughs so I would just like wrap all those trophy uh difficulty related ones just by playing on the hardest difficulty and um I guess nowadays people really don't care for them anymore they just want to play the game to enjoy it so pro- that's probably what the shift is people just want to play a good game and not have to worry about dying so much on the hardest difficulty
0: Hmm. that's an interesting point eli what do you think
1: yeah i would (laughs) if they don't stack forget about
2: it i don't (laughs) want any business with that that's ridiculous yeah i agree if you don't stack difficulty yeah why would you not give the person the trophy for being on normal if you beat it on the hardest difficulty yeah really gonna make them do it do them like that but i i think uh i like the spider-man one having it in a different I kind of like that. I actually kind of want to get Spider Man and and do the new game plus just because if I don't make it, it's like eh, whatever. I didn't pop the trophy. I can just walk away and I still have the platinum. Right. But I do I do like that they're keeping them out of those games because I think their games tell some pretty heavy stories. Like they have a pretty good story, like Out of War, especially for me. And uh I don't know about Spider-Man, how heavy it is, but like The Last of Us and um what was the other one you mentioned?
0: Uh, but, Ghost of Tsushima, yeah. Days Gone.
2: There's yeah. another, whatever. There's but yeah, they, they have some pretty good head. stories and like, it's cool that they let trophy hunters and casuals to experience it however they so choose without causing any extra stress. So I think it's cool. I like it.
0: Yeah, I think I I don't dislike it. I do think it's kind of strange when you look at the lineage of some of the early exclusives, right? So Uncharted 4, for example, which was a first party exclusive this generation, did have trophy related difficulties. So did Infamous Second Son. So did Killzone Shadowfall. These early sort of exclusives that came out, right? Horizon is another one that doesn't have any of those. Um, The first Last of Us also had multiple difficulty-related trophies associated with it. You know, it had one for beating each of the main difficulties and then another trophy for doing that same difficulty on New Game Plus. So it's something that they've reversed course on over the last couple years. There's probably a few components to it. I think you're right, Daryl, that maybe... they I mean, they obviously have the trophy data and the heat mapping for these games, so they can probably see that maybe not a lot of people are playing these harder difficulties anyway as is often the case when you look at trophy lists, not even half of the people who start a game even finish it in the first place. So maybe the idea is to try to not gatekeep there and to just say that, you know, we're trying to make our first party big tentpole selling games as accessible to everybody as possible. And so we're not going to deter you if you are a trophy-minded individual just based on a difficulty trophy. But I do think it detracts a little bit from the value of that platinum if there is no difficulty associated with it. It just seems less impressive to me, and maybe that's just like a personal stance, but um, if you go on like the trophies subreddit, for example, all of the trophy posts that, you know, are in recent times, especially The Last of Us 2, it's like a dime a dozen because there's no difficulty-related trophy, So everyone can just get it, everyone's posting it. It just doesn't have the same sort of like value as something that requires you to play on hard in my opinion. So that's the only thing I dislike about it, is that it just seems less impressive from a collection standpoint. You know, you can't put that Platinum in the same boat as something like Outlast 2 or Wolfenstein 2 or something, right? You know, it's just they're not at all similar.
2: Yeah, I think that's probably what they're going for is trying not to lock it behind that wall, which is a good choice.
0: Yeah. Interesting. And they
2: they don't have to be up there with those other ones, because that's not what they're they're going for it's uh you know a playstation entertainment system for the family (laughs) you know (laughs) like you know like their first parties can be they want them to be relatable to everybody so makes sense
0: and uh the trophy list still require you to pretty much do you know everything else the game has to offer with the exception of difficulty it still wants you to 100 percent everything else right so I don't know if you guys have gotten a chance to look at the Ghost of Tsushima trophy guide or or list. Have you guys taken a look at that yet?
1: It looks pretty nice.
0: Yeah. What what were you guys' initial thoughts?
1: Typical. It's it's an easy platinum for sure.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: I thought it'd be a lot harder. Like, right when you mentioned there's no difficulty trophy, Mm -hmm. that kind of scaled it down a little. But I thought it'd be at maybe like a five or a six without the difficulty trophy. Right. But on PowerPix, it's saying it's 3 out of 10. So I think this is going to be a nice platinum for anybody who's playing it, who's going to be trophy hunting.
0: Yeah. It looks really similar to me to Last of Us 2. Get all the collectibles, do all the side quests, see everything the game has to offer. There's no missable trophies, which is another kind of common theme with uh, Sony First Party where you can do free roam or replay via chapter select. So no missable trophies, no glitch trophies, no difficulty trophies, one playthrough.
2: There does there does seem to be some bugs, though, with uh, the trophies aren't glitching, Mm -hmm. but it says there's reports of quest markers bugging out Mm an entire main or side quest becoming impossible to complete. So the trophies aren't glitched, but the missions to get those trophies may possibly be glitched.
0: Well, that's fun. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) oh that sounds annoying it'll be
1: fun for Colin. (laughs)
0: yeah oh my gosh with your history glitch master powers over here yeah i think (laughs) it's probably well it's it's almost expected to a certain extent when you release a 50 hour 60 hour open world game that it's going to need some patching in the beginning i feel like days gone was the same way and days gone was pretty poorly received initially because of all the glitches and then They've since patched it and it's almost supposed to be a, a different experience at this point if you go in and play it now. So, shouldn't be. I, the, yeah, I agree. Like
2: the whole kind of circles back to what we talked about last week with the game prices going up. It's like, mm-hmm. they want to, I, I totally understand charging more. I'm not against charging more. I think that's totally fine. But, you know, don't get behind it and say, oh, it's so powerful and like this experience is so much better. It's like, but you guys have been putting out fucking games that just aren't complete. You right. can't do that, and then charge eighty bucks for it, right? Well, y'all, we'll just make a patch, put out a real game, a full game, complete game, and then we'll—I'll pay eighty bucks.
0: And this game was delayed a few times as well, so there's even less of an excuse in my mind if you are releasing, you know, three months after your initial release date, and you use that—you know—a lot of studios will tell you like we're using that time to polish the experience and to make sure that yeah. it's up to your standards. And then if it releases and still needs. A day one patch, that's almost, I mean, it's unexcusable to me.
2: They need more money. (laughs) Maybe, maybe that'll fix that. If they start, maybe they should have been charging 70 bucks five years ago. We'd be, we'd have complete games, but
0: yeah, maybe uh, they just don't have enough uh, quality control or, you know, people, testers that are looking for bugs and stuff like that. I mean, I do, I cut some slack at at this point with COVID and the working from home situation. I'm sure that threw a lot of things for a loop in terms of game development. It's got to be really difficult, but under normal circumstances, you know, this still happens. Like last year, this mm-hmm. still happened with games and it's just, yeah, I don't, I don't think there's any valid excuse for it. But to your question or to your point about value, I think Ghost of Tsushima is an example of something where it's like, I would even pay more than $70 for that if it worked, right? Let's say that <laughs> there was no glitches, there was no bugs. It wasn't going to get a massive day one update necessarily. Or if it did, it happened like behind the scenes before you even put the game in or something, Right. You know, it's a sixty-hour. We're talking about value based on length and content. You know, this is a sixty-hour game, right? Does that should that be the same price as an annualized sports franchise that essentially just did a roster update and a couple jersey swaps? I don't know. I I think think it's a fair point to ask.
2: I think the problem there is the annualized sports games sell like they don't they don't need to like try to sell to more. They're gonna get bought. So of course, a company's gonna charge what they, they like charge what they want, people are still gonna buy those games. What do
0: you think, Daryl?
1: Yeah, I will say that, you know, with a lot of people who like sports, with everything that's been going on, nobody's been able to watch sports. Oh, yeah so I think people are willing to pay the the price point on some of these games because you know, I'm a big basketball fan, like I love basketball and I wouldn't pay sixty bucks two K twenty, but the next guy probably might pay 60 bucks, And because of that popular series, I think people would be willing to pay that much, even mm-hmm. though it's the same copy of the, of the year before. And I played 2K20 recently, and I can tell you it's probably the same thing from like 2K11. <laughs> it's just worth. Like, like this game did not fix anything. But, you know, I like basketball, so playing the game was fun. But... Come on, 2K, you gotta fix some of these things. What the hell?
0: That's pretty ridiculous to hear. I mean, I haven't really, I don't think ever played a 2K game. Or not, sorry, a, like a NBA 2K game. And the last Madden that I played was like on the original Xbox. <laughs> but when I see gameplay or when I see, you know, trailers for it, it's pretty much the same structure. its I don't really know what they've added. I know a couple of them tried to tinker around with a single player career, like kind of campaign mode. It was supposed to be you know five or a 10 hour kind of introduction to the game i think the madden last year did that but i don't really know how successful it was and you know there was an article this week that had come out about pro evolution soccer which is the main competitor to fifa and they're actually taking the approach of we're not making a pez 2021 we're gonna update pez 2020 and you're gonna pay like 10 or 15 dollars for the update and that's gonna be the next one which is what i've been thinking these games should do all along but I guess to your point, like if people are going to pay the $70, then, you know, these companies are going to keep charging you. So you have to speak with your wallet. You know, if it's something that you, you don't think they should do this anymore, then you should not buy that game. That's why I don't buy them.
1: That's why you don't buy them. <laughs> yeah.
0: And the trophy list for these games are ass, too. Like I was looking at NBA 2K20's trophy list, it's ridiculous. Like it, it pretty much expects you to only play NBA 2K20 that year. It's like, then maybe you'll get the platinum. Like, what?
1: I was playing against uh, Juan the other day and my hope was not to pop any trophies, but apparently I did one where I adjusted my lineup. I had no idea that was a trophy. So when I changed up my lineup, Mm -hmm. it popped the trophy and I was like super screwed, dude. I was like, oh man, I got the trophy 1%. It's on my list forever now.
0: Oh, that's so bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Because that's not even an easy one
0: to go clean up either. Like, that's a hard list. It's
1: not. Yeah, it's really not an easy uh, game to go for the trophy. I don't know where the platinum stands right now, but Mm -hmm. some of the other trophies you have to get are just insane. Like, you have to collect, like, almost 2,000 cards. Yep. It's a huge collection, and I don't even know if I really want to go through that stress.
0: And I don't understand the point of these cards either. I mean, I get it from a a monetary perspective because people are buying these booster packs and they're getting these cards. I mean, I used to get football cards back in the day and baseball cards, so I, I get it. But from a gameplay perspective, and this game has a pretty robust multiplayer suite and there's a ranked mode from what I understand in all of these games. How can you balance a game and expect people to like rank up and grind in a ladder if so much of the success is determined based on a chance card that you get from a booster pack that you need to pay for it just seems like completely ridiculous i could maybe understand like the first time you use a team or the first time you use a player you unlock their card just to have in a collection but having to pay for these things and then use them as like a team building or a deck building feature seems pretty ridiculous to me I don't know what you guys think. You've obviously played it more, Daryl, but from a surface level, it seems kind of strange.
1: Yeah, the 2K trophies are generally, they never make sense because the games focus around uh, a lot of multiplayer, but it seems like this route, they went with more like the individual, my team or my player career. So a lot of the trophies are from that mode. To be honest, I really wish they got rid of trophies in sports games because some of the trophies these companies come with come up with are just, you know, they're hard to get. Is someone playing a sports game really going to go for trophies that really the focus of trophy hunters playing these sports games like yeah. It doesn't make sense to me. I just wish they got they did away with them.
0: Have either of you ever played the MLB The Show franchise? No. No. I'd be curious because we just talked about, you know, first-party games not having difficulty-related trophies and making their lists a little more compact. Well, you know, Sony San Diego, who makes MLB The Show, that's a first-party studio. So I, I'm just curious because I haven't even actually looked at their trophy list before. I wonder if that is an example of a sports game that maybe does it right. I have little to no interest in baseball. I think it's pretty fucking boring, personally. But, I, you know, that might be one <laughs> that, from a trophy perspective, it could be better speculating.
2: Yeah, if sports games had better... If they had easier lists, like mm-hmm. actually like very easy lists, <laughs> Yeah, uh, I would be more inclined to play them, but for now, I'll just wait for an NFL Blitz or an NBA Street. I don't know if that will come, but I'm waiting. I did. <laughs> I actually bought... There was a game Mutant Football League mm. I bought for the Xbox that is kind of like NFL Blitz. And... I should say like the, the original ones because there were some like Blitz pros that got a little more advanced. Not mm-hmm. quite to the teammates getting hurt and managing a Twitter side, but uh, <laughs> I think it was on the GameCube. So this game had it's kind of like the same thing as NFL Blitz, but you play as like zombies and skeletons and like monsters. And uh, I didn't cool. get too far into it because I tried it with my son and it didn't go so well. If you're looking for something that's more arcadey and if you have a buddy, it'd probably be pretty fun.
0: Yeah. I, I agree with you. I'm I'm tempted to jump in at some point to some of these sports games. Especially like, you know, with two K being free this month, it seems like a no brainer, but again, the trophy lists are awful. I don't follow the sport close enough to, you know, really have the knowledge to play those games well. Especially when you're swapping out lineups and making trades for certain, you know, players and stuff like that. So you know, it's it's like the one that's tempting for me is to at some point just get like an NHL game because um, I've never really played one of those before and I feel like it could be kind of fun to learn. But we'll see. We'll see. It's not in the near future, that's for sure.
2: <laughs> for us not liking sports games, we've sure talked about them for a while. Well, I have some strong opinions on them. <laughs> <you know>? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Definitely.
0: Yeah. Very good. Well, do you guys want to get into what we've been playing or do you guys have more to add to any of those those things we discussed daryl sir
1: yeah so before we move on from ghost of Tsushima, oh yeah uh i did see one trophy that was pretty dope okay and it's called a there can be only one it's a bronze but the requirement is that you successfully complete every duel and that's pretty dope when you look into like the samurai setting because i hear that this game has a really nice photo mode Mm -hmm. so like just going one-on-one with, like, another samurai. It's kind of a reminder of, like, those old samurai movies. I don't know if you've seen that movie 13 Assassins. That was on Netflix. I think I started it. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's about a bunch of samurais, but at the very end of that movie, there's like, a showdown between the two samurais. So, it's pretty cool to see that they added this into the game, because, yeah, you know, you see these two experienced uh, battle-worn samurai's going at it and some pretty crazy fights so uh, i like that they added that as a trophy into this game
0: i i like the trophy list i think it's pretty good actually like i mean doing all the side quests getting all the collectible shrines you know unlocking the map all the way defeating all the the duels and the opponents like you said i mean of the two games that released recently with ghosts and last of us part two this is definitely the one that i'd be more interested in I have to do some research and see how it runs on a base PS4 because that's really going to be my question and my hang-up. When you get to the end of the, the life cycle for these consoles and they're still releasing these games, it's it's really hard. I almost I would not be surprised if they optimized this to run on PS4 Pro. And so then when you get it on the base model, it just sounds like a jet engine and things are skipping around and it doesn't look as good. And So it's another one of those games where it's like, do I just wait and get the PS5? Version where it's going to run and look way better, you know. I I don't know. So that, that's kind of how I'm thinking about it. But if it does go on sale in the next couple months for whatever reason, I would be tempted to pick it up. What are, What about you guys?
1: Yeah, I definitely pick it up. It's yeah. one of those games I had my eye on, but was a, w- a little worried about just because it came out after Last of Us Two, and that game got so much hype. Mm-hmm. But with everything kind of surrounding that game at the moment, I feel like this would probably be the better game between the two to pick up just because of the setting. I think the, the whole samurai lore is pretty cool. Yeah. And um, yeah, it it seems like an easy trophy hunt. So I definitely picked this one up.
0: Yeah. And I like checklist games to a certain extent where you kind of go around and have to open everything up and, you know, get all the, the towers to get view all the side quests and stuff. Kind of like how assassin's Creed does it. I really like that style of game. And this seems to be the right length. Fifty hours is a long time, but it's not an Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which is like 120 hours or something. It's not a Witcher Three. You know, it's a it's a it's a big game, but it's not a massive game. So that's appealing to me. And also that Kurosawa mode, where you can play the whole game in black and white grain filter to look like an old samurai movie, that actually looks pretty awesome. So I'd be curious to check it out for sure.
2: Yeah, I like I like the that style and being able to like see and kind of manage your trophies
0: mm-hmm. whereas
2: like some of the ones that are like kind of secret or like you have to do certain things and you can't it's nice to have a bat that you can you know you have that nice little checklist but yeah i'm definitely kind of interested in this one i was a little worried about i'm not a i'm not into the samurai thing and i feel like there's too many of them although Uh, Daryl's definitely pointed out there's really not, but I just like I feel like that aesthetic is kind of like everywhere in like fighting games in general and swords and a lot of houses with that kind of angled roof. I don't know, I just seem to to, maybe I just don't like it when I see it. I don't know, (laughs) but the game looks pretty cool and the combat seemed I didn't watch a ton on it, but from what I've seen, it looks like a little more in depth than uh, you know, something. I don't know exactly how Assassin, Assassin's Creed is, but I think that's kind of like um, the Shadow of Mordor game, where you kind of just smash square in triangle to block. And this one seems like a little more in depth, so that's cool. Yeah, uh, especially with like duels and whatnot. So looks cool. Yeah, maybe I agree. when it's thirty bucks.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's about what I'd be wanting to pay for it. I think it's like thirty dollars. If or if I got it for like my birthday or Christmas, obviously that'd be awesome as well but i don't think i'd pay more than 30 right at this point i had a point i was going to say to that oh yeah so the samurai aesthetic i think eli there are quite a few of them now but the interesting thing is with the way the game development works right it's such a long process they kind of all started at the same time and to a certain degree right you had neo 2 that came out that was probably in development or maybe a little less time than ghost of tsushima but then you also had Sekiro that came out last year right and that was probably in development concurrently to these games so it's almost like people realize like there's a need for this and then a bunch of teams get the idea at once so when they release it just seems like it's everywhere even though at the time when they started making the game there really weren't that many samurai games like before neo i actually couldn't think of any that were you know third person action samurai based games like they're just they just didn't really exist so the market is flooded now but i doubt that it was when they came up with the idea for the game
2: yeah, there's some, like, all the Warrior Orochi games in yep. Samurai. They have, like, three or four different Dynasty Warriors. Uh, they have a couple different series. And there's that uh, PlayStation 2 game I wanted to play. But it's just, like, something about samurai and zombies for me. Those are the two things. It's like, okay, okay, I've had enough. Like, <laughs> is that the only kind of game we can play that where someone wields a, a, a sword?
0: Let's get robots in there, dude. Let's get yeah, another... Do get creative or, that's or like what i like to see werewolves and stuff so, i mean that's what's so exciting to me about resident evil 8 is it seems like it's moving away from traditional zombies like you guys were saying it's like oh if we have this werewolf type enemy or something like that's pretty cool like i don't know if i've ever fought something like that in a video game so
2: yeah so why i like video games is the creativity in them. and it's like i don't always me personally don't need like oh it needs to be realistic to the samurai storyline like i don't know give me bunnies running around with swords killing like i don't some made-up creature or vegetable like something silly (laughs) i like the creativity of them because in games it's a media where you can literally do anything and like i don't need some real world uh experience like some of they have their place and like Mm -hmm. those are cool sometimes but like I want to see something like that second extinction that's coming out. It's like kind of like Killing Floor, but with with dinosaurs. Yeah,
0: that looks awesome. That's
2: that's creative. That's new, like somewhat silly. That's what I like.
0: I'm surprised that now that you bring that up, that we haven't seen a Turok reboot yet. Like, I would love if they rebooted Turok in the same style as they did Doom 2016. Just make it like super violent, like really kinetic, lots of mobility, fast action. But instead of Killing demons and stuff like that on Mars. And in hell, you're fighting dinosaurs in temples and in the jungle. Like, that would be so fucking sweet, I feel like.
2: I think they just lost their spot, though. <laughs> just I know, I know. Th- that market.
0: Good, though. Good discussion there. Anything else to add, you guys? Nope. Cool. Well, let's get into what we've been playing. I want someone else to go first here. I uh, I have a shorter game to discuss. Maybe, Daryl, why don't you start us off? Start us off with your your discussion
1: yeah so i've had a strange week i haven't really played a whole lot i've just been playing batman the telltale series the enemy within i beat it and it was pretty easy i enjoyed the story a lot you know going back on what you said colin about this being the last game from telltale I, i definitely did see the effort in the story the improved graphics some of the combat was a little bit more uh better compared to the first one Mm -hmm. because i felt like the combat in the first one you were just kind of clicking buttons but it was kind of hard to focus on the combat in this one they slowed it down just a little bit so you can kind of see the action flowing as, as it went along and yeah i had a blast with this game i do like that the trophy setup is uh somewhat rewarding compared to like the one i discussed last time life is strange Mm. because each episode is broken up into six chapters and as you progress the first three chapters have three bronzes and then the next two after that are silvers and then once you complete the game you get a gold so it it increasingly gets more more rewarding as you get the trophies compared to like life is strange where everything you're popping is bronze. <laughs> so I felt like I got more, a lot more better trophies out of playing this game. And yeah, this was a fun game. I liked it. Batman's like my favorite superhero. So it was definitely enjoyable for me to go through this game and enjoy the story. Pick up some trophies. So I had a blast with it.
0: Nice. Yeah, I really enjoyed the Batman telltale series both season one and season two and the way that they tie in season one is pretty interesting and i like the focus on i think his name is john doe but really the joker right in this one um and you can kind of impact how that character ends up being at the end of the game you know do you try to rein in his craziness a bit and make him you know more of a vigilante but not necessarily a bad guy or do or does he kind of like fly off the handle and become what we know from the comics and from the movies and stuff like that i thought it was a pretty interesting choice and uh, i like the inclusion of harley quinn in season two and sort of the ensemble of villains there was pretty interesting yeah i agree they, they really kind of polished everything up i don't know have you played any of the walking dead final season
1: i played everything but that one okay. i haven't played Michonne either.
0: okay Gotcha. So the Walking Dead final season, the first episode of that is actually the last thing that Telltale worked on before they closed. And I do like, I think it's a big jump. Like you see it from Batman one to Batman two, but then again to the Walking Dead final season where the environments get a lot bigger. You know, there's a lot more collectibles and things like that to look for. Combat gets a bit more kinetic. And uh, it seemed like they were going in the right direction so it is you know like i said last time it's just surprising that that's when the, the sort of rug got pulled out from under them because the quality of work was in my opinion really strong for those couple works bit of a bummer there's but.
2: there's combat in these games
0: yes you can die yeah
1: they. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah quick time events so you just had to like pressing buttons but i felt like they did a better job because when you're just pressing buttons and not really focusing on like what's going on during the game. It's kind of hard to really, you know, figure out like, why am I pushing these buttons? You know, am I just pushing it just for the sake of getting through this scene or like, I want to witness what's going on. So there there was a nice pacing there to kind of, kind of see what's going on. I don't know if there was like an oversight at one part of the game, but there's a scene where Bruce Wayne and John Doe get into a car and then the windows are, like, super tinted. Like, you can't see outside. And then both characters are talking, like, about things out in the distance. And then, like, the camera kind of pans through the windshield. Mm. But you can't see anything. The <laughs> windows are so tinted. I couldn't tell if this was, like, a, a super secret vehicle where, like, it's, like, a one-way mirror or something. But, yeah, you couldn't see anything once you got in the car. And the characters are, like, thinking that we can see what they're seeing. So I, I think there was maybe like the editing issue there but yeah outside of that the game did function pretty well that's
0: interesting yeah i mean those kind of glitches and stuff are pretty common in the earlier telltale games especially and i know you know their development cycle was really nuts where they would work on episode one for example release it and then they'd make episode two within like a two-month time frame so these things were kind of churned out pretty quickly it's not surprising that there's some some errors and stuff in there but i'm glad to hear that you didn't have any like game crashes or like anything like that because i definitely did in some of the older games so it's, it's good to hear of course you did yep of course i did
1: <laughs> i will <would> like <laughs> i would like to point out since you said they probably had to like turn this game out with a quick timeline they they probably didn't put enough effort into the trophy artwork because mm. i gotta call that out this trophy artwork sucks yep It is terrible. (laughs) It's the same icon for every trophy. And the only difference is just kind of like the backdrop, the color changes for every episode. So like the first one is dark blue. Second is green. And then so forth for the other episodes, just the same thing over and over.
0: Yep. I got to call that out. (laughs) I noticed that. Yeah, it is. uh, It's a bit lazy for sure. Mm -hmm. You hate to see it. A lot of games do that though. And it's, it is frustrating, you know. It's like you guys not care. I, I don't know. At least in the feed too, it's a bit confusing because I'll see you pop a bunch of stuff, and it's really just like one dot two, one dot three, one dot four, but the same picture every time. Yeah, that's a good call out for sure. <laughs> uh,
2: the oh, that that reminded me. Probably one of the worst trophy art I've ever experienced was until dawn. Until dawn? They're just the butterflies, and they're colored like the even they're colored like the trophies.
0: Oh yeah, like a bronze
2: is a bronze butterfly, and then. <laughs> the silvers is a silver butterfly, golds a gold butterfly and the platinum was a platinum colored butterfly. That's literally it.
0: God, so bad. Unbelievable. Yeah, like really? <laughs> someone just it's like they gave someone like a day to do it and they're like you got to come up with something, you know? <laughs> like So he's like, fine, I'll just <laughs> use this one picture. Um, they were
2: really going for that butterfly effect thing though.
0: Yeah. Oh man. Oh man. Well, that also right. did change in the Walking Dead final season, Daryl, so if you You get to it at some point that game actually requires a couple playthroughs as well because for so many years there they just made their trophy list like complete the episodes and you get the platinum then for this game at the end of their career essentially they decided to make it you know trophies for the different branching quest lines and for getting collectibles and for stuff like that so it's a bit more complicated which was to be honest kind of annoying because i bought that game thinking it was going to be just an easy plat so kind of fun but they did change the artwork that's the point It made it better
1: <laughs> nice mm-hmm.
0: good so overall would you, what do you think comparing life is strange to some of these telltale games you know is there one that you preferred more than the other or a style that you prefer a bit more than the other because they're both sort of like dialogue based decision based games
1: um i don't know this that's kind of hard because both games are great in their own way I felt like the decisions in the enemy within were a lot more meaningful compared to like the first season because like you said, Joker is a big part of the story. So some of the decisions you make impacts the outcome of who he becomes in the future. So a lot of my decision making was kind of geared towards like him becoming like the anti-hero, not the villain who later becomes Batman's villain. So I feel like the decision-making was a little bit more impactful, but I will recommend both games. Both okay. games are good. I did like Life is Strange just because of the story. The story was great. I really enjoyed the story. That's like one game I, I keep telling people, like now that I played it, like, hey, man, you got to check that game out. It's so good. Yep. <laughs> because it 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 hits deep with a lot of people because we're all in that period of one point being in high school and believe it or not there's a lot of drama in high school compared to like any other academic level in a person's life i at least in my opinion
0: yeah i agree i
1: like there's so much crap going on with so many people so i felt like that made more sense to me so all fairness i would play both games for anybody who wants to play them
0: Good call, yeah. And they're both episodic, which I think is... I don't know why more games don't really experiment with that. We're kind of getting that now with uh the Dark Pictures Chronicles, which is the follow-up to Until Dawn. So I didn't play Man of Medan at all, but I know Little Hope comes out, I think, on Halloween of this year, which is the second one. And they're supposed to be making 8 to 10 of these, like, standalone, decision-based horror games, and then I'm sure at some point you can pay, like, $200 and get them all <laughs> as, like, one collection, but... You know, We'll see how that does, um, and the only, only other game I can really think of is Resident Evil Revelations 2 did an episodic release, but that was really strange because they released an episode every week, so it wasn't like a month or two in between, it was across a month you basically got the whole game, so kind of strange. Um, let's see here, so I, I guess I'll go next because I, I have a smaller game to discuss as well, so I've been playing Doom 64 this week. Some astute listeners from our early episodes when we were discussing Doom Eternal might remember that this was a game that I was actually more excited to play than Doom Eternal. <laughs> and it is a a game that was released for the N64 back in the day. It is a direct sequel to Doom 2, the PC game. So it's in that old, very vintage FPS style. You can't even aim up or down, right? It's left and right. And then the, the game kind of decides if you're shooting in an en- enemy above you or below you. Um, lots of secrets, that kind of stuff. But it's a really fun retro shooter experience, I think. Looking at the guide, I I kind of just discredit it entirely because the guide really wants you to use cheats to get all the trophies. There's a uh, password system in the game. So when you beat a level, you know, older games used to do this a lot when there wasn't saved data and memory cards and stuff like that. You'd get a password. And when you go to turn on the game again, you could put in the password and it would warp you. level that you were on before so you didn't have to redo everything again so this game you know if you know the passwords ahead of time you can kind of just skip to the levels you need to do or even skip to the last level of the game and beat it so the trophy guide thinks that you only need one hour to do this it's a two out of ten difficulty with one playthrough and again that is if you're using the cheats which i only did for uh, two of the trophies so the game has one gold five silvers and four bronzes So pretty good trophy distribution. There is no platinum, which I think is really strange because Doom 1 and Doom 2 got ported to the PS4 earlier last year. And both of them had platinum trophies, but this one does not for some reason. That was a bit of a bummer. But I did want to get the 100%, so I did that. And um, I just ended up going through the game and playing it on normal and didn't use any guides or anything like that and it was a really fun experience to try to you know solve all the puzzles and find the key cards and stuff like that without looking at a guide for once because so many games that we play you know have us looking at guides pretty regularly yeah i I thought it was a really fun experience 32 levels overall that you have to go through when you get through those 32 levels there is a final boss and then it unlocks uh something called the lost levels mission which is a, a brand new four-level level pack, it's like a little DLC, and it ties in directly to the story of Doom Eternal. So it's pretty fun. They added that just for the PS4 release of this game, and uh, beating that gets you some trophies as well. And then at the end, I used the warping system or the password system to just get the one or two things that I'd missed because my thinking was, I'm just going to play through the game and then clean up with that system after. So... I had a really awesome time with this. I'd strongly recommend this to anybody who's a fan of sort of arcadey and retro style shooters. If you like the original Doom and Doom 2, this is definitely something that you should look at. And yeah, I don't know if you guys have ever played any of those old games, but really fun. And there is one trophy I wanted to call out and I can't read the name of it because it's basically a string of letters and numbers but it's the only gold trophy in the game and it's for locating the secret level called hectic and doom is no stranger to this there are a lot of secret levels that you can or secret exits to levels that will take you to secret levels and the first level of the game there's these barrels that are placed around like in most games right you shoot the barrels you can blow up enemies and stuff but to get to this secret you need to blow up all the barrels on the map And then for about a five-second window, a certain wall opens up with a teleporter that takes you to a secret area. And the thing is, or the trick to it, is you have to blow up the barrels in such a way that the last one you blow up puts you in the closest position to the wall that opens, so you can run in and get there right away. So I thought that was kind of fun, and it was something that I was watching a playthrough of the game after I'd beaten it, and then I noticed it, and I was like, oh, okay, cool, I'll just replay that level and do it, but those are the level of secrets we're talking about here in these old games where you just have to press X on random walls and random pillars and things will happen. You'll hear a switch or you you'll hear a door open. You don't know where it is. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it was really cool. So I'd strongly recommend this to, to people who are interested in doom and stuff like that.
1: I want to call out that trophy just above the one you mentioned. That mm. was fun. Oh, yeah. Was that level really fun?
0: No. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah, the fun levels are sort of challenge levels, and this particular one, you hit, a, you start off in a basically a square room, and there's nothing around you, and you're like, oh, this is kind of weird. And you hit a switch, and all the do- the the um, walls drop down and go into the floor, and you're just getting shot at by a bunch of enemies with rocket launchers and stuff like that immediately. So you have to kind of like sprint out right away, try to find some cover and run around. And it's just like a a ton of the hardest enemies in the game. Yeah, (laughs) So it was, uh, it was not fun. I would say.
1: (laughs) Sounds like my kind of fun.
0: Yeah. And the final boss was really (laughs) fucking hard. Um, You're supposed to go through the game, find the secret levels. And on the secret levels, there's these items that are called demon runes. And they will, if you collect all of them, power up one of your guns and make it really, really strong And they also despawn a bunch of the enemies on the last level of the game. So it makes it, you know, a more of a one-on-one fight with the final boss. But I didn't do that since I wasn't using a guide. So I got to the last boss and it was just, yeah, Eli put up a picture in the Discord so you can see it now. uh, Daryl, that's the final boss. (laughs) And I got to that boss and it was just, holy shit. Like, you know, probably 75 enemies in addition to the, the boss spawned. And then she had this attack that would knock you up in the air and then homing missiles would hit you. So she would kill you in like three seconds if you weren't constantly strafe running. And at the same time, you're trying to take out all the other enemies. And it was just, it was a nightmare. So I kind of had to cheese it and save every like five seconds. (laughs) So I'd like kill some enemies and then manual save, kill some enemies, manual save. And that's how I got through it. But very challenging.
2: She looks weak but (laughs) she's apparently she packs a punch.
0: She's a summoner, you know, like she doesn't really do much herself and then she'll just summon these like cannon barrage things that come after you and kill you. But
2: that makes sense for a mother demon.
0: Yeah. Um, (laughs) I don't know. It's, it's cool though. Like I said, it ties in directly to doom eternal and it really kind of ties the older vintage doom games in with the newer 2016 and then now 2020 doom eternal reboots. So it's really good. Strongly recommend
1: do you have the 100% for this game, Colin?
0: I do. Yeah.
1: Okay. Nice.
0: Yep. I do. Just no platinum, which the... is annoying.
1: Yes. I had seen that just now.
0: Mm hmm. Yep. And, and, you know, at some point, I do want to check out Doom Eternal. I don't know if I'd go for the, the platinum in that game because the trophy list looks pretty intense. But, you know, I I really love this franchise. I think in terms of shooters, it's really in the top three pantheon. In my opinion, it's. Call of Duty, Halo, and Doom are like the best shooters out there. Battlefield's close in that race, but for me, just having growing up, playing the games I did, this is a, holds a special place in my heart. Yeah, that's pretty much all I got to say about it. You guys have any other questions about it, or Eli, do you want to tell us what you've been doing?
2: Uh, it looks, yeah, it's a pretty fun game. I mean, I only played, uh, what do we play? Is it um, the one with the guy? <laughs> the one, the, with one, the, guy.
0: the <laughs> one with the guy?
2: The one with that thing in it. Uh, Duke Nukem. Yes. Uh, that was kind of fun.
0: Yeah.
2: I can totally get down on I got some the Doom 1, 2 I have for Xbox. They look pretty fun. And I do like how they tied that into Eternal, mm-hmm. which is pretty sweet. You got to buy them both, though.
0: Oh, you can buy uh, 64 separately, actually. Yeah? Yeah, it's only $5, I think. Um, Really cheap. And then Doom 1 and Doom 2 are also like 5 bucks on PS4. It is worth checking it out. Eli, so what have you been doing, man? What have you been jamming on?
2: I've been playing near, Woo! And, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm still on that. And, man. So, I think, I forget exactly where I left off last time. I finished the second ending, I mm-hmm. believe. And, uh, so, I was grinding for the materials, and it is insane. There's a couple of materials in the game you can't buy, so you have to grind them. And, uh... I did about 100% of the quests. Uh, there was only one, I believe. Well, it was the end of the game, so I didn't have that. And then there was one I had to give all this, this one guy all my unit data. But I did every other quest and I didn't have enough of these parts to upgrade everything and you can't buy them. So you had to go grind them. And they are like, I don't know how their roles work, like for RNG, but it's like they're rare, ultra rare type deal. And so I spent probably five plus hours reloading a save just to keep trying to pick up this item where it's known to be, but you can't like determine when you're going to get it. Mm. And it comes up very infrequently. And I, uh, yeah, yeah, that was such a pain. Like, on top of all these other side missions that make you do, they make you do this. It was like, it really hurt. They did not. I feel like this game absolutely. Did not respect your time. Like, I was peeved a little bit after the second playthrough, but this, like, I'm steaming right now. This got me going again.
0: Well, how it do you is, feel about really it? you can buy the trophies, right? So, is that the way that they expect you to ameliorate the grinding, is just to do that? I
2: guess. I guess you could buy them. Yeah. That's true. I'd be, you, that. I'd be
0: doing that if I was you, bro. That many playthroughs, <laughs> that much grinding, I'd be like, fuck it, I'm just going to buy these last few trophies. <laughs> I'm, I'm out of here.
2: Well... I did end up grinding them, and I got it. Woo! Uh, I got the trophy on my own. And then there's, like, there's so there's the golden enemies I put a video up on my YouTube of. I'm going to do another one of the other golden robot that gives you a, a part that you need to upgrade these pods as well. And, like, I would much prefer that. Just do that for more of the parts or something. Make it, like, a really hard enemy. Don't m- make it based on a RNG roll. Like, it's ridiculous.
0: Is there any but, way that you can increase your RNG in the game? You know, like, so Dark Souls, for example, the enemies have rare drops and common drops, but if you use a uh, humanity or in Bloodborne, the equivalent is like if you use an insight, it increases your luck temporarily. So if you pop a bunch of those and then go fight the enemy that you're hoping to, you know, to get the item from, you have a higher percental, per- percentage chance of getting it.
2: Yes, there's drop rate up. Okay. Uh, Plug-in chips you can use. Okay so then when i finally i got to the end and was getting ready to do the third ending which then kind of uh places you right into the fourth ending uh before i finished that off i got all the other miscellaneous endings which were kind of like joke endings i ate this fish and it killed me and it was like the android you know it fried all its circuits but it was really tasty. And now I know why humans eat these things. (laughs) And like I took out my operating system chip and that killed me. So it was, those were were kind of fun. They weren't, none of them were too bad because they give you in chapter select. The chapter select is quite robust and like puts you like right into where you need to be in most cases. So then after I got all those trophies, leveled everything up, I beat the secret boss, got his weapon, leveled that all the way up i took on the final endings uh and or no wait before that i was kind of debating how i wanted to flex on my trophies and whether i wanted to uh buy that perverted trophy Mm. Uh whether i wanted to do that for the platinum or before but i ended up doing it before just to get in the zone and finish it up and enjoy the story. So I bought that trophy and using the trophy shop, I just I had to try it. That's why I did it. Because like, what other game are you going to play that has a trophy shop? Yeah, that's so interesting. I gave that a little look and they didn't tell you what the trophy was. That was what was kind of weird. I don't know if it was because they were the hidden ones, but it was just like trophy 46, 50 grand. I was like, uh, is this the right one? I don't know. That is really and they weird. did they did seem to be in order uh like on the list and in the game were the same so and it was cheaper than the other one I hadn't unlocked, which is the ending and I figured so i I made the right guess and unlocked the proper one and then dove right into the final ending and it was like this big shooting sequence again it like topped off its thought-provoking uh, narrative at the end here uh, and really, really made you think at the end. Uh, but then also after that, I decided not to delete everything because there's an option where you can end up deleting everything. Yeah, your whole save, so I went, right?
0: You're telling me about this. You lose all your save data for the whole game.
2: Yeah. I, I backed it up after I got that ending and then I went back in and did the whole shu- shmup Schmupped it up again mm-hmm. and got to the final thing and i decided to help out others and do the right thing and it was pretty funny I asked you like eight times i think are you <laughs> sure no one's gonna know you did this there's no credit for doing it are you sure are you really really sure it was pretty funny how many it started to get comical by the end of it and uh but yeah, after you do that, it literally goes through your screen while you're watching it. You can like take your hands off the controller and it goes to the menu, goes down and just like bloop, 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 bloop deletes everything, goes to the next like s- screen in your menu and just like starts deleting everything up again. And then it goes over and it's just like you so you're just sitting there watching it delete it. It was like it, w- it was crazy. I've never seen anything like that in a game. That is it was ridiculous. really
0: odd. I mean, it's cool, but it's so odd at the same time.
2: And then when I when I got back to the main menu and went in there, nothing. No continue. It was like, new game? And I was like, nope, I'm deleting you off my PlayStation. <laughs>
0: Who the fuck would ever like, oh, cool, I'm going to do it again now, you know? <laughs> yeah. like, what is That's oh, yeah, so strange. I like that they do yeah. that. It's quirky, and it, it definitely sets this game apart. I mean, there's a few things it sounds like from our weeks discussing it that set this game apart, right? The trophy shop being one... The really, really staggering amount of different endings that you can get. And then the way that it sort of, like, fucks with your save game data is not really common anymore at all. It's a really interesting sounding game. It doesn't really seem like it's my style of game. so I don't know if I'll ever try it, but I'm glad to, like, have heard about it from your time with it.
2: Yeah, it does say it's, like, 60 hours. Wow, it took me 75.
0: Do- Apparently, I was supposed to be Doom 64 in an hour. But it probably, to- <laughs> it probably took me close to, like, 12 or 13
2: but yeah, that's so I finally knocked that out. It's exciting because that was at the top of my list, and uh, I'm. but I'm really ready to move on.
0: Hell yeah. And, well, I know uh, normally, you know, in the typical run of the show, we kind of talk about what we're doing next after our trophy hunting quiz. Do you guys want to maybe just kind of go into that now? I think it might make more sense if we just say, like, these are the things we're going to be looking to do next. Sure. Okay. Well, Eli, why don't you start us off because you were just talking about it.
2: Okay. So yeah, after that I did Strange Brigade and mopped that up to Ooh. throw that out there. So I got two platinums in one day.
0: Hell yeah, man! Congrats. Although all right.
2: although all the fur- footwork was done prior, but like yeah, so it you was You just had cool. to die
0: fifty times for that, right? Is that all you had to do. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, I think I only did ten. I think it was about
1: twenty minutes of dying. It wasn't too bad.
0: Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, yeah.
1: but. That's strange after- because your near trophy platinum didn't pop up on the feed. No, it didn't on mine your either. Strange so I had to like scroll to see if I might have missed it. Yeah, your near plat didn't pop up, so I had to like go into your trophy list and then like it. Oh, yeah. The well, only thing that popped on effort.
0: the only thing that popped on my feed for you, yeah, strange for good. I didn't see any of the near.
2: Huh. Hmm. All the save data got deleted. I didn't actually get the platinum.
0: Ah. Oh, interesting.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Who knows what they're up to behind the scenes? Yeah quite a trolly game They mess with you a bit quick quite a lot but yeah after Strange Brigade I did start up uh, that Deadly Tower of Monsters that you guys both played Oh, hell and yeah. dude the first 10 minutes are sick
0: Yeah, I loved it it's so I funny was, right
2: I was nice. really wasn't expecting much but like it was pretty well made I wasn't expecting to have like a nice roll and an attack and shoot like it's it feels like a good game and it's the graphics are better than i expected mm-hmm. so like i'm i'm pretty excited to continue this this short little break from these long this long near grind but yeah man i'm excited
0: yeah that that's an awesome game I'm so glad you're playing that finally is, what, how long did it take you daryl i think it took me like seven or eight hours to get the plot. it's not super crazy
1: i'll say about the same time as you yeah it's not long but it is a fun game i definitely had a blast with it definitely not what i was expecting
0: no but I hope they make a sequel or or a different, you know, maybe they do it in a different time period with another sort of, you know, another movie directing kind of game or something. It's really cool. So You'll yeah. have a blast.
2: Yeah, and all the menus are like pause and play symbols at the stop goes back to the main. It's pretty sweet.
0: Yeah. Did you like the narration at the title screen too? Like from the, it's okay. the director? Yeah.
2: It's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, I can definitely see... We'll see how it goes as I play it, but like I can see that getting annoying. <laughs> but as far as the gameplay and aesthetics go, I was pleasantly surprised.
0: Good. So that's next for uh, you. That's awesome. It's a good choice. Yeah,
2: that and I'll probably finish Battlefield as we're doing the uh, multiplayer. I'll probably start playing the career on that. What do they call it? Campaign.
0: Uh, what, are they, what War are they,
2: game. It's got to be a campaign. What the hell was yeah. it called?
0: It's a different word for the... They're like war stories, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, there you go.
2: War Stories. I'll finish up the War Stories as we play the multiplayer. we we'll do both of those uh, together.
0: Then delete that shit. <laughs> yeah, I want to just get it it's off of there. It's such a big game file. Yeah. What about you, Daryl? What are you getting into next?
1: Um, Right now, I'm just going to be playing Battlefield 1. Okay. I don't really have... Anything lined up. I kind of wish I had something sophisticated like Eli with his little Excel sheet and all his games listed and color coded. Kind of mm-hmm. wish I had something like that. You can have it too, buddy. Yeah,
0: you can make one. <laughs> I thought about doing the same thing.
1: Ah, mm. I'm good. It
0: can even just be a piece of paper with handwriting. You know, it doesn't have to be like a, <laughs> a computer document necessarily.
1: I just go off my memory bank. Fair enough. <laughs> Once in a while, look at my backlog. But Battlefield 1, yeah, since we started playing it, uh, I'm going to try to go for some of those DLC trophies. Uh, Popped a few, but some of them will be a little bit tough. That's kind of like my main gripe about this game, or any game that's multiplayer-focused. If you release multiplayer trophies maybe like four or five years from when the game was initially released, some of them are in modes that people probably never even play when the f- game first came out. Mm. So I, I might have some trouble with some of the trophies because I think there's like one for Air Conquest where you have to like shoot some planes out of the sky. Uh, flying is not particularly a good thing. I'm not something I'm good at in this game. I don't know if a lot of people are, so flying we'll see. So hard I might so these games, dude. Yeah, it's tough. It's not easy. So we'll we'll see. But that that's the game I'm gonna be playing for a while until I can make up my mind on what I want to play.
0: No more darksiders, huh? Because I know that was on the table last time as well.
1: Yeah, I think that's gonna be the game I'm gonna play next. So we'll see. Oh man, I, I feel bad for leaving a... it hanging for so long.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, don't you don't want to make too big of a commitment? You know, did we lose you?
1: No, I thought, yeah.
0: Uh oh. We might have lost Daryl temporarily. He'll be back.
2: Daryl, Daryl, come in.
0: Oh, can you hear us, Daryl?
1: You guys hear me?
2: Yeah.
0: Yep. Now you're back. Sorry, you cut out when you were saying the last little bit there about Darksiders.
1: Yeah, I just feel pretty bummed out for leaving the hanging. So, eventually I get back to it. it. It deserves to be finished.
0: <laughs> I'm a firm believer in playing what you feel like playing you know if you start doing something because you feel like you have to or i don't know if it becomes a chore or like work then it loses the essence of what it's all about you know and while we do want to have content for the show and we do want to get trophies for the show it's like you should play what you're in the mood for always it goes to all the listeners out there and stuff too you don't want your backlog to feel like it's a weight on you or something you know like just play what you're in the mood for um yeah, that's awesome. I think, so for me, I, I didn't talk about Resident Evil 5 this week. People might have noticed. I know that was like what I was going to be finishing up. And the unfortunate thing is playing that co-op with someone, you know, I kind of need that co-op partner to be available or else I don't get to finish the game. And he was really busy the last couple of weeks. So we did start our professional playthrough and I did fully upgrade all the weapons. So I knocked out that trophy but I have three levels left to play on professional to get that gold trophy and then to get the platinum in the game. So that's what I'm going to be hoping to clean up for sure. And then on top of that, there was a really good sale going on right now. And I think it still is. I'd recommend you guys check it out. The July savings sale and far cry three classic edition was on sale for like three 99. And that game is supposed to be really good. I never completed it back in the day. I rented it for like a weekend, In high school and so i was like screw it's you know 399 it's an open world game that's not too big it's a shooter and you know it's supposed to be great so i bought that and i just started it uh, a couple days ago now or yeah on thursday i think and the trophy list looks really good one playthrough 35 hours no difficulty related trophies so that is going to be what i'm focusing on next and from what i've played of the game it's pretty good i think it runs kind of straight like the camera is weird it's my only complaint it feels like it it doesn't move like the screen can't keep up with how quickly i'm moving the camera around sometimes i don't know if that's just maybe the tv i was playing it on but otherwise um i'm going to be getting into that and then we'll reevaluate from there so sounds like we all have some pretty good plans Dumb. oh yeah all right Quizmaster. let's get into it what do you oh, got for yeah. us
1: Man, I've been uh, coming up with some questions since last week or last episode's disaster. (laughs) So, (laughs) uh, yeah. So I came up with a few questions.
0: Yeah, real quick, let's go over the rules in case someone is listening for the first time. So what Daryl's going to do is he's going to pull a trophy title and a trophy description, three of them, from his trophy list specifically. And Eli and I are going to try to guess... The franchise that that game is from and if if it is in a franchise and more specifically the exact title of the game that the trophy is from. And if we get it correctly, either partially or fully, we get either a half a point or a full point. And we are keeping tally as we go throughout the weeks. And, uh, you know, we'll eventually have a winner, I guess, at some point. We'll have to end the first season of the quiz, maybe a couple, you know, a couple more episodes down the line and see where we end up. But those are the rules of the game. Feel free to play along at home. And we hope you guys enjoy.
1: All right. Let's get into this.
0: I'm ready. You guys ready? I'm going today.
1: You're going down. I didn't look at at any of the list, but I'm ready. Oh, my God. Oh. Mm. Okay. Oh, this is going to be tough. Okay. Okay. All right. First one. It's called Last Orders. Waited for a pint at the Stars and the Whistler. 15 seconds.
0: I'm typing my answer. I forgot to grab my notebook.
1: Oh, I put 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not. That? Like, That's a long
2: 50 seconds here, dude. What's going on? I don't know uh,
1: what I'll Colin give you, you five there. extra seconds. You on your list there, Colin?
0: I'll show you guys on the...
2: <laughs> I don't know. That's a little... Sus-
0: all right, all sus, right. Dude. okay hold on a second. all right <laughs> i'll tell
1: you why i gave you guys a, a few more seconds yeah because now i'm ready? getting
0: questioned okay yep yep
2: <laughs> your webcam is like high on your face that's what's
0: oh i see yeah I see. we
2: do what you doing down there <laughs> yeah you can't like <laughs>
1: there
0: you go how's that all right that's a little much less. Better. A little better okay there we go all
1: right so, yeah, we'll reveal the answers at the end just to see what everybody got. Okay. Okay. You guys ready for question two? I'm ready. Sure. All right. What is wrong with you? Flip five vehicles by shooting their horses. What? Mm. Flip
2: five vehicles by shooting their horses? Yep. Like the vehicle is the horse?
1: No, like they're hauling a carriage. Huh. Okay r2d2 in the Shit. background
0: one of these is supposed to be like a freebie right <laughs> so not like a freebie but an easier question than the other the other two
2: should have looked at his list oh, i should have looked no, at his list no I, I didn't look this at the time. list
0: either man i completely fucking forgot i was gonna do it this oh, morning my- yeah
2: yeah i was like yeah it's too
1: much work I'll Wing <laughs> it.
0: whatever now if we get points it's even more impressive so
1: exactly yeah see this is the excitement yep. you know <laughs> you guys guessing all right Okay. Guys ready for the last one? I'm ready. Okay. Insurance risk. Escaped a police zone after being chased for two minutes. Give you twenty seconds. Hmm. I think I got you guys this week. I mean
0: Hmm. there's there's answers that jump out to me, but I just having not looked at your list, I don't know how obscure some of these are gonna be. So like I have an answer for everything at least but i don't know if it's remotely accurate. Yes. Yeah,
2: it's, it's like my first gut yeah. and it's like, "Eh, i don't know. Maybe i should think about it more." I'm like, "Wait, can eh, you
0: can you read the title of that last one again?"
1: Yeah. yeah. It's Insurance Risk.
0: Insurance Risk. Okay. Fuck. Now i'm second guessing myself.
1: Yeah, me too.
2: God damn it. Why yeah. you ask me that? Uh,
0: all right, whatever. I'm just sk- I'm going to stick to it. They always tell you when you're I, taking standardized tests, stick to your gut.
2: I I don't know. My gut's tell me, i bet Two of mine are switched now.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Oh, whatever.
1: All right. Okay, you guys are ready. I'm ready. Ready for the grand v- reveal? Mm-hmm.
2: Let's do it. Oh, wait, all right. What? Do we do our? I forget how we did it last
1: time.
0: Yeah, so read the read the title and description again, and then we'll tell you our answers, Daryl, and then you say if it's right or not.
1: Okay. The first one, last orders, which is waited for a pint at the Stars and the Whistler. what you guys get?
0: I said Darksiders oh. and then I said Darksiders War Mastered Edition.
2: Uh huh. Eli? I said Watchdogs.
1: Watchdogs 1. Okay. You were both wrong.
0: <laughs> okay. What was it?
1: The, the, the correct game is Everybody's Gone to the Rapture.
0: Oh, God damn it. You know, like. God
1: damn it. Yeah, I yeah. wanted to say Borderlands,
2: but.
0: Yeah, I, that's <laughs> the one that I was. Yeah. I almost guessed that as well.
2: Okay. They're like what? Moxie pods?
0: Yeah. Moxie ta- or <laughs> er, Moxtails? Moxtails. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Some of my questions were kind of geared towards like they could have probably fell under another game.
0: Oh, I could tell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: That's what i like. I think all three of my answers are applicable to all three of the questions.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Second question What is wrong with you? In all caps, actually, which is pretty cool. <laughs> Flip vi- five vehicles by shooting the horses. What you guys come up with? Colin?
0: I said Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed Syndicate.
2: Okay. I said Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed Black
1: Flag. Okay. Both came up with Assassin's Creed. Colin got it right. Yes! Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Yes! Uh, <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. For a second, I was like, is it fucking Red Dead Redemption or something, dude? Like, Because that could have uh, been... Yeah.
1: Might get half a point you for get that, half right? half a point, Eli. Yep. Yeah, half a point. Nice job. Good job. Ah, I was trying to get you guys with that one. <gasps> Oof. All right. Here we go. Okay. This was the tough one.
0: Oh, shit, balls.
1: Insurance risk. Escaped a police zone after being chased for two minutes. What'd you guys come up with?
2: That totally sounds like Grand Theft Auto. But I put Mafia Mafia Three.
0: That's exactly what I put. Put Mafia Mafia Three. <laughs> but again was like, is it Red Dead or Grand Theft Auto? Like like I don't know. So This
2: is the one I wanted to switch with Watch
1: Dogs, but
0: Oh, it could be Watch Dogs too. God damn it. Mm-hmm. So, so what did you say,
1: Colin? I said I Mafia that. and
0: Mafia Three as well.
1: Okay, Mafia Three? Yep. Oh yeah, Mafia Three it is. Oh, you got oh no one.
0: way, dude! Let's go.
1: Yeah, I was. Yeah, that was the my, that was my trick question right there. It was definitely GTA something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, just from the wording. Well, so, and then I was yeah, like, "Shit!" Good.
0: has he played Mafia Two or One? Either like I was like, yeah. I don't know if it's one of those or like. Yeah. Okay. Cool.
1: Hell. Hell yeah! Okay. You guys got it. Nice.
0: There we go. So one and a half points to two points. That's pretty. One of our Good more quiz, high Darryl. scoring quizzes, except for the one you yeah.
1: Yeah, that big donut we got last time.
0: Oh my gosh, that was yeah. Eli, dude, you just nope. made it way too hard, you know what I'm saying?
1: I know you guys like donuts, so <laughs> You now now nah, nah, we eat conch over here, buddy.
0: Okay, so <laughs> oh Okay, so Eli, you got a point and a half, right? So, Sugar bread. So you're at now two point five points overall. Daryl, you're at 1.5 points overall. And then I am at two points overall.
1: Nice.
0: So pretty close game here, you know? Pretty close. Eli, you're in first place sweet. though. How's that it's make you feel? Exciting. Yeah, it's a close game.
2: Uh, makes me feel great, especially <laughs> for not studying for my test. It's yeah, difficult.
0: I feel like, Daryl, you could have been a lot meaner with some of those, so I'm happy you at least chose games that we knew you played, you know, like I knew you played Mafia, I knew you played Assassin's Creed Syndicate more recently and stuff, so I was like, okay. Those were on the top of my list.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't want to I didn't want you guys going home with a zero, so That's very I nice of you. kind of made it challenging, but you know, not too hard. Very good. Good well, good good quiz.
0: Yeah, good quiz, quizmaster. Good job.
1: <laughs> oh yeah.
0: Thanks to everybody who played along at home as well. Hopefully you guys got some of those questions, or uh, at least got some good entertainment out of that. And um, before we go, before we wrap things up, I wanted to give you guys a chance to pimp your social media and your Twitch streams, because you guys have been kind of streaming more regularly now. So, uh, go ahead and let the people know where they can find you. Anyone?
2: Okay, I'll go. <laughs> the uh, uh, Yeah, I'm still Narshtrader13 everywhere. Twitch, I've been doing the regular saturday stream for trophy trophy talk and then usually friday nights as well and then uh possibly wednesdays and thursdays and then i've been putting out a couple more youtube videos some of the twitch highlights will go there so if you don't have a twitch you can watch some of the uh exciting events from our streams on youtube and probably do another wrap up of near video over there and got the twitter now so, I'm tweeting all over the place and the inst- Instagram still. So, check out Narshraddr
1: 13 1D everywhere.
0: Good stuff. Daryl, where can people find you at?
1: Add me on PSN at the Tall Samoan Guy if you're looking the trophy hunt. And you can find me on Twitch as well. Tall Samoan Guy as well. The Tall Samoan Guy, sorry. Mm hmm. I'm uh, streaming Friday and Saturdays, looking to throw in another day there as well. And yeah, that's where you can find me, guys. Hope to see you there.
0: Hell yeah. And uh, my YouTube channel, again, if you want some older videos, is uh, CK Present. And same as my PSN profile. I'm thinking about trying to do some uploads there again, uh, but I'll see how it goes. I'm, I'm, what I'd really like to do is do a series playthrough for Halo. I've always wanted to do that, just playing through Solo on Heroic and kind of talking about the level design and the games and stuff. So I'm going to try to make that work uh, with OBS and with Steam and see if I can get something going there. And uh, more to come on that if it ends up happening. But otherwise, thanks, everybody, for listening. Hope you enjoyed episode 11 of Trophy Talk. And until next time, happy gaming.